Good evening and welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. Starting with a brief on a very important judgment delivered by the Supreme Court today. A constitution bench has reversed its 2018 Asian resurfacing judgment. As per this verdict, when an interim order is passed by higher courts staying the trial in criminal and civil cases, then such stay shall automatically come to an end at the expiration of six months unless there is an extension order. The bench comprising CGI Chandra Chud alongside Justices Abhay S. Oak, J.B. Pardiwala, Pankaj Mithal and Manoj Mishra firmly stated that directives mandating automatic expiration of interim orders after a set period cannot be issued by the apex court under Article 142 of the Constitution. The five-judge bench said that courts should not set specific time limits for cases in other courts. Every court deals with cases differently, so it's up to the judge handling a case to decide its priority based on grassroots situation of the court. The main judgment has been authored by Justice Oak and Justice Manoj Mishra in his concurring opinion stated that a stay order should remain in effect until the main matter is decided or until the order is changed or cancelled unless there is a specific time mentioned. Do visit livelaw.in to read this in detail. With respect to the petitions filed in the Supreme Court challenging demolition of commercial spaces in Lucknow Zakbar Nagar, the Apex Court today orally insisted on seven days' notice before demolishing residential properties. The petitions were heard by a bench comprising Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Dipankar Datta after an urgent mentioning. In response to concerns over mass demolitions, additional Solicitor General K.M. Nataraj appearing for the state stated, that only 23 commercial properties had been demolished by the Lucknow Development Authority. But senior advocate Shoaib Alam, representing the petitioners, objected by saying that houses were also being demolished along with commercial spaces. He explained that in some cases there were shops in front, but people were staying at the back of the same structure. Justice Khanna stated that proceedings can proceed for commercial buildings with prior notices while houses should be granted a seven-day period. He also acknowledged the challenges of city growth and the difficulties faced by marginalized people moving to cities for jobs. He noted the gap between what housing policies provide and what people actually need in urban areas. Also, Justice Khanna directed that no demolitions should take place until the High Court issues its judgment in another petition regarding demolition of residential properties on government lands. With respect to commercial demolition, a sole petitioner approached the top court against the proposed demolition of the last remaining commercial structure out of 24 such properties. The bench has allowed him time till midnight on 4th March to remove his belongings. The bench also called for humane approach, acknowledging government's failure to provide shelter. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Bela Trivedi and Pankaj Mithal today continued hearing the matter regarding inclusion of lawyers' services under the Consumer Protection Act of 1986. As you know that the Supreme Court Advocates on Record Association has intervened in this matter. Senior Advocate Jaydeep Gupta, representing it today, brought forth four important aspects to argue that these services would not come under the ambit of the Consumer Protection Act. 
One of the aspects was that lawyers do not have control over the environment in which services are rendered. It is the judges who control the environment. Therefore, he said that the product that is coming into existence is the judgment. He continued that while there is a clear test for medical professionals, there is no such test for legal practitioners as the style of advocacy differs from lawyer to lawyer and there cannot be a uniform standard. Agreeing that while a lawyer renders services to the client, all services do not come under the act, he said that it was for the court to decide that which services would fall under the ambit of the act. The issue crucial for members of the bar has emerged from a judgment delivered by National Consumer Disputes Redressal Commission in the year 2007 where the commission had ruled that services rendered by lawyers are covered under section 2o of the consumer protection act that defines service the hearing in the matter is most likely to continue tomorrow stay tuned in an important update the bombay high court today dismissed a petition filed by cbi seeking to stay the release of netflix docuseries buried truth the indrani mukherjee story as you are aware, CBI had filed a petition before the Bombay High Court seeking a stay on the documentary's release. Last week, while holding the release of the series, the bench had asked the makers to hold a special screening for CBI. The court reasoned that since Indrani Mukherjee is a prime accused in the Sheena Bora murder case and the documentary depicts her version of the case, it is relevant for CBI to view the documentary. Moreover, the judges agreed to watch the series themselves before today's hearing. After seeing the docuseries, Justice Dere said that there was nothing which prejudices the CBI. She further noted that no proceedings were filed by anyone despite five books and two movies being released on the case. Citing repeated breaches and serious violations on the part of Vedanta, the Supreme Court today refused permission to it to reopen the Sterlite copper smelting plant in Tamil Nadu's Tutikorin. A bench comprising C.J. Chandra Chud and Justices J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra dismissed the SLP filed by Vedanta Limited against a Madras High Court ruling which dismissed a batch of pleas by the company against closure of its copper plant and other consequential orders passed by the Tamil Nadu Pollution Control Board. The court noted that the statutory authorities have entered multiple findings of facts over which the High Court has refused to interfere in the exercise of its judicial review power. The court said that no serious error in the approach of the High Court has been shown by the petitioner for it to interfere. In its verdict, the court affirmed the principles of sustainable development, polluters pay principle and the public trust doctrine. The court also observed that although the unit has been contributing to productive assets of the nation and providing employment and the revenue in the area, these well-settled principles of environmental jurisprudence must be remembered. Coming to an update from the Calcutta High Court. This morning, the High Court was informed that Zilla Parishad Pradhan and Prime accused in the violence occurring in Sondesh Khali, that is Shah Jahan Sheikh, has been arrested. The counsel appearing for Sheikh approached the bench of Chief Justice T.S. Sivang Nanam and Justice Hiranamai Bhattacharya, praying that his plea for regular bail be listed as an urgent motion. But the same was refused by the bench. Earlier this month, the High Court had urged the police to apprehend Sheikh upon clarifying that there was no order of stay on his arrest and that CBI or ED would be free to arrest him as well. 
The Punjab and Haryana High Court today directed the Postgraduate Institute of Medical Education and Research Chandigarh to constitute a medical board to give an opinion on how injuries could have been inflicted on a protesting farmer who was allegedly detained and severely beaten by Haryana police on 21st February. His father has moved a habeas corpus petition alleging that the Haryana police picked up his son from within the boundaries of Punjab for being part of a peaceful farmer's agitation. An affidavit denying these allegations was filed by the Haryana police. It claimed that the youth was found severely injured in the fields adjoining the barricades installed at the borders of the two states. While perusing the status report filed by PGI Rohtak, where the protester was earlier admitted, Justice Harkesh Manuja noted that the status report about the injuries found on the person had been given, however, no probable opinion about the manner in which the injuries could have been inflicted was given. While listing the matter for 4th March, the court today requested Director PGI Chandigarh to get the medical board constituted about the injuries sustained and send a report in this regard. And lastly, the Delhi High Court today issued notice on a plea challenging union government's notification for obtaining maiden surname alleging gender bias and an impermissible discrimination by imposing additional and disproportionate requisites exclusively on women. Let me tell you, a maiden name is the surname that a person had before they got married. It's the last name they were born with or used before they got married and changed their surname. The notification issued by the Union Ministry of Housing and Urban Affairs states that if a married woman wishes to obtain a maiden surname, she will have to submit a copy of decree of divorce or a NOC from her husband that he has no objection if she uses the maiden surname. The plea has been moved by Divya Modi, who changed her name to Divya Modi Tongya after marriage, claiming that the impugned notification restricts her ability to revert to her maiden surname. She is involved in divorce proceedings with her husband. A division bench of acting Chief Justice Manmohan and Justice Manmeet Pritam Singh Arora sought response of the Union of India and listed the matter for hearing on 28th May. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.